Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? You're listening to The Syrupcast, a podcast devoted to the Canadian tech and telecom landscape. We're recording today's podcast on April 27th, 2017. This week, I am joined by... Old Reliable, Sir Patrick O'Rourke. What's up, Igor? How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. A little tired, but I'm good. Well, I hope you bring your best for today. I got it. I got all my net neutrality-ness packed okay. up inside me. Wonderful. Uh, the return of Rose Bihar. How are you? Haha, the thorn is back. The thorn is back. Um, last but certainly not least, one I tend to forget, someone I tend to forget a lot, uh, but Ouch. totally appreciate is one Zach Gilbert. It's getting hot in here. No, really, like it's actually getting pretty warm. Yes. It is. We have so, to turn off the air, AC <laughs> to make sure that the audio quality is crisp. So please appreciate the sacrifices we make for you, the dear listener, and, and sometimes watchers. If you're watching on YouTube, because it's so hot in here, special, special viewing pleasure. Yeah, please, <laughs> please forgive our, our greasiness. We are sweaty and ready to talk about differential pricing. Yes. Sweaty and ready. That's a good motto. Sweaty and ready. We are they. Uh, so yes, as uh, my friends here have alluded to, in contrast to past weeks, this is an all-Canadian podcast. We'll be talking about uh, the CRTC's decision on differential pricing, as well as the end of, well, more or less, the end of Sugar Mobile. Uh, but before, as usual, we always have our royalty-free beats, which I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, Rose, you covered extensively our uh, our uh, excuse me. You covered extensively the CRTC's decision on differential pricing. This is, I'm, I think, to say the least, very long. Uh, kind of a long-term story. Uh, so can you kind of, from the beginning, right. lay it all out for us? Because there are quite many, there are quite a few moving parts to this piece. Right. So at, this, at the core, this decision comes from Videotron's Unlimited Music, which uh, had zero rating as its main function. Um, it was not the first thing to do zero rating. Bell also had a TV app um, and perhaps some other carriers. So Bell's, Bell, uh, what it did for its TV app was uh, allow users to use it without being billed for data. And that's mm-hmm. what's known as zero rating. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it was obviously placing a preference on its own service, that was disallowed very quickly by the CRTC. Um, not so with unlimited music. It's been uh, you know, a longer question and has really developed into uh, kind of the core thing at the uh, center of this argument about differential pricing in Canada. Um, and what it did was it provides users with the ability to stream music from certain music platforms, and the users have to be on premium music, uh, premium plans without incurring uh, data usage. Um, and so... So to, yeah, so just for example, 
uh, you know, one of the services was Spotify. I exactly. Uh, another one was Songs of Rest in Peace. Yeah. Uh, and Apple Music. Apple. So, so all the big ones were there. But not Apple Music at the start. That's important to know. This, this was just this was, there music were, uh, streaming platforms too. Just yeah. music streaming platforms. And they were adding them on bit by bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, all bigger, popular music platforms. Mm-hmm. But they did allow everyone to... Right, like you, right? You could have, if I started my own music app, I could have. Said, that's um, that that is conjecture. We do yeah. not. Know yeah, that. that's conjecture. But yeah, that's we don't yeah. know that. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, but anyway, to explain how it worked, you if you had, uh, if you were signed up with one of these services, yeah, it wouldn't count against your data cap. Precisely. Uh, it's kind of simplest form. That is zero rating in its yeah. simplest form. Um, so then uh, we had there was uh. A variety of complainants. Um, we had uh, some consumer advocacy groups like PIAC, Public Interest Ag- Advocacy Center. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one, Jean-Francois Mazai, <laughs> uh, who Mobile Syrup's favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had Rogers. Rogers was a, a major complainant. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a hearing in October 2016 where mm-hmm. various stakeholders got to voice their opinion on the matter. And uh, yeah, just recently we had the actual decision come down. The CRTC found that Unlimited Music was unfair. It was giving undue preference to certain customers, premium Mm -hmm. customers, and giving undue preference to certain streaming platforms. All right, Zach has his hand up. So just to kind of go back to what I was saying, where anyone could Mm -hmm. essentially do this. So according to the Videotron's website, technically, yes. Um, So to quote their website, if you're a music streaming provider and you'd like to get involved in the unlimited music service, leave us a private message on their Facebook page and we'll explain how to get started. Well, absolutely. Also, Mm -hmm. we don't know when that was put there. but Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make make my own streaming music app. And and that still doesn't mean that like after a certain process of vetting, you're guaranteed to get in. And more importantly, it speaks to the entire issue with differential pricing which is videotron is still picking winners and losers well that's it right. yeah exactly so, um it's not exactly just uh open to anyone if they do yeah. like it's it's not maybe a level playing field and i know that they also had a note where it was like customers suggest what you'd like to yeah. see for yeah. for that yeah um was title on it just out of title two. was on it they yeah didn't, they didn't they got jay-z's message then yeah <laughs> he, he messaged jay-z him. was like so. i'm gonna ping you on uh, facebook yeah. open your Sliding dms dms yeah open your dms um so i guess the basic level is to start with this is what was everyone's uh what is your what are your thoughts excuse me of the decision and i know everyone has a different one seemingly so starting with i guess you rose okay what it, um, was dad correct did he make the right decision? Dad was certainly correct. Yeah. Uh, I am so glad that Canada has come out strongly for net neutrality, especially mm-hmm. in a world where the U.S. is going in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And Ajit Pai, the chairman for the FCC in the U.S., was like, net neutrality was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've recently had uh, like a Trump advisor slamming Canada for this decision. Yeah. In fact, you may see her in the... The mobile syrup comments. Her name is Rosalind. Is she in the comments? Uh, she just told us to that she was going to get into the comments and respond to some of our readers. So that should be interesting. Ooh. I know, right? Uh, she has oh. a lot of time on her hands, clearly. But uh, but oh. yeah, no, I think it's the right decision because 
I just want to I want to say yeah. this is why I think it's the right decision. It's um, it it is uh, as uh, the one of the people from PX said. It's behavioral marketing at its best. These kind of uh, zero mm-hmm. rating things like unlimited music. It is giving us, uh, you know, oh, like a little frill to distract us from the fact that we don't have unlimited data. Exactly. You know, yeah. it, unlimited music was never popular. The, what was popular about it was the fact that you could avoid some of the very harsh data caps that we all experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then additionally, it's just important to have the internet be a free-flowing utility that is not uh, constricted based on on, on uh, content or the nature of the source. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need it to be free and open for anybody to use at the same level playing field. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great decision. Patrick, what was your thoughts on it? I am of two minds about it. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me, like the journalist who has a very basic understanding of differential pricing. And uh, I think I, I talked about this on the podcast before when Peter Nowak was on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand the broader argument that it, it's bad for the internet as a whole, that it should be an open utility. It's terrifying um, to think that a Canadian telecom, to some extent, can decide what apps are successful and what ones aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that- what culture is successful? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like yeah. I think that's scary. I think uh, giving something like that, uh, I mean, like a, a body like that control over something mm-hmm. um, as integral to our lives as the internet is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the other side of me, the the random dude that, that owns a phone that maybe lives in Quebec and, and really, really liked having unlimited access to their Spotify account. All right, Patrice, yes. Yeah, he would be quite frustrated about this because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't care about... Um, like the, the broader argument of in- internet openness, that doesn't matter to him. All he cares about is the immediate the immediacy of being able to access his Spotify and being able to use it in, in an unlimited nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that perspective, I think it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I that that's obviously me just playing devil's advocate, right? Yeah. Um, I do understand how important this is to the the future of internet in Canada, and mm-hmm. agree with uh, Dad's decision. All right, Zach, you are not a fan of this, so let's hear it. <laughs> Okay, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so the the thing is, is that it kills me is that uh, the big three were the ones that were like, we can't do this, you shouldn't be allowed to do this. Robillus. But the funny Robillus. thing is, let's like, <laughs> let's hop in a time travel machine and go back, I don't know, 10, 15 years, tell us how to music app where you could pay a monthly fee and download music that didn't hit your data bucket. Yeah. So, like, oh, what, you oh, know, what's, what's are, the... Are they being hypocritical? Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, so so there's that. Well, Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Isn't that how, like, you know, before smartphones came out, when every carrier had their own store where you could buy games on it, I think none of that actually counted no, towards your shopping. A corporation that it. is hypocritical. But because then, you know, what did you use? 300 megabytes of data? I don't know. It right? depends, like, depends on how big Brick Breaker was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, most people on smartphones were usually on a BlackBerry device at the time, right? And it's like, you know, they are the compression. Anyways, to get away from that, use no data. <laughs> they didn't give two crabs about it then, but all of a sudden, 2017, big deal. Um, I think there's parts of it that work, and there's parts of it that don't, that don't work. I think as Canadian people, um, we should be able to have these services where companies can apply. I don't think there sh- they should have a price. Um, to pay to actually get their service unlimited on mobile, if carriers aren't going to, un- you know, offer unlimited data, 
right? So right. I can't go, you know, and the funny thing is back in, you know, 2000, I could pay Talos $15 a month to get unlimited data on my BlackBerry CDMA device. The pipes can't handle it now. What are you Apparently talking about? they can't, right? But then I could stream music on my phone through that. Anyways, so <laughs> I keep like going back. But the thing is, is I, I believe that it should be allowed and, you know, like I said, not that you have to pay for it, but and it should be open that everyone can apply um, to be on this. And there should be clear rules on what the credentials are and what needs to go to, to actually be included in the service. Um, because I think you're doing a disservice to the customers if you're not, A, offering limited data plan, you know, may throttle it at 20 gigs, whatever, or B, offering these, um, these services. So, you know, I do kind of get that. I just want to say, like, it does seem like I, I get your point. And it's a fair one because it seems a little like we're between socialism and capitalism. Like we're not getting the benefits of capitalism, but we're also not getting the full benefits of a very regulated socialist system because they're not, they haven't done enough to break up the oligopoly and they haven't done enough to regulate. If you were to use Spotify without downloading or apple music for that matter without downloading songs you can do that in apple music right yeah you can download songs yeah. if you were to use it like every day streaming music say you have like an hour commute both yeah. ways and you had a gig data cap just knowing the size of songs today even if you're playing at like medium quality on either platform you would go over like a 500 mb one gig data cap in like time at all in oh, yeah. in like probably less like take it from me i got when i got the iphone 7 i was too lazy to download my music library because you know at, apple doesn't have a quick and easy download yeah. everything Spotify. um does. hey just build make a apple playlist that has all your yeah, music and just download the whole yeah, playlist. Yeah. um but yeah so coming from me i went about 20 gigs in a month because i was too lazy and i've got about an hour commute to download so yeah 100 you, you will go over that they did actually um, enforce. They do. They did sort of give down a set of rules as well for differential pricing, like you're saying. Right, and I so wanted to just yeah. go through that too. Like there are four mm-hmm. main criteria. Uh, there are four main criteria that they will be judged on. Any sort of differential pricing or zero rating feature in the future will be judged on. Um, the first criteria that it's judged on is the equal treatment of data regardless of source or nature. So that's content-based. Content mm-hmm. um, that means that data has to be treated agnostically. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's video, if it's it, audio, if it's websites or photos. Yeah, or okay. what source it's from, okay. most importantly. Like if it's from Apple Music or mm-hmm. Spotify or some upstart that we don't know okay. about. Um, so that's why it would be more likely that somebody could get away with a differential pricing plan that had time of day offering. Mm-hmm. So we all remember like, you know, oh, you can call unlimited after six or mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, the second criteria is the exclusiveness of the offer to the customer. So unlimited music got caught up on that one because it's only available to premium customers, not all of their customers. Um, and then the impact on internet innovation. Again, it was ruled unfair because it was promoting these large platforms and not doing anything for upstart companies. And then the fourth one, which it was, is financial comp- compensation. And unlimited music was actually fine because no money changed hands between mm-hmm. um, between the apps and Videotron. Mm-hmm. 
So Zach suggested, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, that we discuss each of the uh, different points. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So Get everyone's ideas and yeah. thoughts on what. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, that first point. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you just remind me? Sorry. So uh, the equal treatment of data, regardless mm-hmm. of source or nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so what tripped up unlimited music was that it zero rated data from certain content mm-hmm. providers. Uh, so Zach, since you suggested it, uh, what is your take on this? Give me unlimited data. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and you know, I kind of, okay, I understand that from a sense, but um, the whole like point of contention or whatever with the carriers was that the pipes can't handle mm-hmm. and, and clearly they can because you have, you know, Videotron is not the biggest uh, you know, cellular provider, but um, clearly they were able to do it. Oh, yeah. I saw an article from when Unlimited Music first launched on Mobile Syrup, mm-hmm. and uh, we were writing like, oh, it's unclear what will happen if somebody just streams music for like 200 hours in a row. Mm-hmm. The world and it's, will explode. You know, it's these worst, we sh- worst case scenarios that actually just never came to well, pass. Because and, we were, like, we've been, you know, brain fed. This yeah. by it's the carriers that, yeah. that it's not possible. And what did, what did Guy Lawrence say about, you know... The, the, the network just can't it's, handle yeah. it. Yeah. It, would, it would blow up. I think he said it would blow up specifically. Clearly yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, that's where I stand on that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, if we're going to have this, then it has to be done agnostically. I, I don't yeah. see any other way of doing it, because then to me, uh, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the question, you know, what's interesting to me to think about this is what is the potential fallout of this, not only in Canada, but outside of Canada, right? Like in, you know, on Engadget, I saw like they were hailing this as like globally one of the most important moves towards safeguarding net neutrality, right? And then on the other hand, we have, you know, not only do we have this Trump administration, which is, you know, going us after our uh dairy production even though we don't produce as much milk as the u.s softwood lumber and our softwood lumber and now we have you know like this trump advisor accusing of canada being kind of backwards in its stance on uh net neutrality do you foresee anything like does this lead to another trade war like you know what is there some kind of political outcome out of this I'm so, I don't know, I'm just so proud of my country and the stance that it's taken. But, mm-hmm. like, our our telecom industry is very insular. There's not a lot of uh, sort of mm-hmm. a cross-border business happening. So, um, mm-hmm. Do you see it, though, resonating with other countries where mm-hmm. they go? You know, like, Canada took a stand oh, you mean, on. You mean, like, the so. country seeing it as an example? An example and being like, this is the way forward. Why not, Zach? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Because, you know, other countries way, 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 way before Canada or the U.S. have offered things like this on mm-hmm. various music streaming, video streaming. For example? Services. Um and like the UK and England, mm-hmm. um, Videotron, Vodafone, 
Uh, they've offered for a long time various services that are zero rated. Right, but I think oh, that we're yeah. coming oh. to a time when everybody's realizing that we need to make a decision on this. It can't either just yes be... or no. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of European Union countries now have been uh, moving towards the same future as Canada mm-hmm. because they. Uh, the Trump advisor was tweeting, "Oh, India is wrong. The Netherlands wrong. Like yeah. you know, so the, the internet is like so important to everyone's life. It's like an essential utility in so many yeah. ways now. And you know, and and thinking about this, what kind of was apparent to me was like it's very easy to kind of fall on the side of differential pricing at this moment in time in 2017 when we already have services like Spotify and." Uh, and Netflix, right? But imagine had some kind of pricing scheme like this existed back when Netflix launched, right? Like, who was Netflix at that point? They were nobody, right. you know? Like, and Net or Videotron, Rogers, Telus could have very easily kept them out of the market yeah. just by. Okay, you're no, not. No, no, no. I just yeah. There's was, carriers in the states that offer plans like that, right? Where mm-hmm. where there's certain uh, there's more obviously way more streaming platforms that are available there, like Hulu and mm-hmm. and, and stuff that we don't have here, mm-hmm. where they have like unlimited video streaming stuff. I see these ads on for sure, yeah, on Hulu, Hulu all the time when I'm watching it, and I'm like, damn, that that sounds good mm-hmm. in theory but then there's like broader consequences yeah mm-hmm. and they're also offering uh unlimited data plans a lot of the carriers in yeah. the states and a lot mm-hmm. of other with, carriers in other countries with throttling and well. like super with fine throttling print. for sure yeah, but it's still a decent decent bucket of data before mm-hmm. it throttles it depends on how much 4k hd netflix you're watching but i'm what i'm saying is like if we're going to go if we're going to be full socialist, then we have to be full socialist, so, you know, like we right. have to get. So the question the is, so I, the question I would ask you, Rose, is like, did this go far enough enough? And if not, what else could have the CRTC done? I think it did go far enough when it comes to this specific issue. Mm-hmm. But I just would love to see um, more enforcement of trying to bring other players into the carrier space in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like with the upcoming 600 megahertz uh, spectrum auction, mm-hmm. Videotron was saying, you need to make sure that it's fair. Like I was saying to the CRTC, please ensure that this is a really fair spectrum auction, mm-hmm. that you know new entrants get a chance. And I totally agree with Videotron in that respect. I'd love mm-hmm. to see unlimited data plans. I, I mean, yeah. I, I talked about this on CanCon a while ago. Uh, Douglas was was grilling me about it. I'd love <laughs> to see it, but like I don't ever see it happening unless another player comes in and changes up the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because the incumbents are too satisfied with how things are working. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like what kind of regulatory structure the CRTC could put in place to force them to mm-hmm. offer unlimited plans that are affordable. Like, I could see something happening where they're like, okay, yeah, you want us to offer unlimited plans? Here's a $200 a month plan where you have unlimited data. Mm-hmm. And no one, very few people are going to sign up for that, right? But it's still an option, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's better than nothing. Well, a I lot bet- of them a lot of them do have that too, right? Yeah. There are unlimited plans. Like there if, are some, if you but look not, at the high not a lot. There are, there are some. Not from the big three. Yeah, not mm-hmm. from the big three, though. And um, I would say, I mean, there, there's some plans where you can, like, you know, like what you have, right? You have a plan where you can yeah. get more data, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, it's just a flex um, plan. It's a flex plan. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, it. why couldn't the CRTC 
enforce well so i think it's the issue of political capital right like it takes political capital to enact all of these moves and the sad state of it in canada is that so much of canadian politics is either like these families that control Mm -hmm. these companies Mm -hmm. are so ingrained into canadian politics like you know the example i always like to pull is here in toronto john tory is a rogers man yeah he was the head of rogers media right and you saw that very like clearly like you know this is this is his team so he's gonna you know enact decisions that are in favor of that um and i'm sure you know if you look there is some kind of like relationship between all like maybe not all politicians but you know these families and companies have are clearly have ties to every political party on some level, right? Like, uh, And I would love to say that the net neutrality thing was a bold decision, but as you mm-hmm. pointed out, it wasn't. It was supported by most of the yeah. big carriers in Canada. So I have you know, two fundamental things that's wrong with this. Mm-hmm. First one is, um, I could be wrong, so this was why, you know, I don't know, but so IPTV mm-hmm. runs on the internet. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Provided by TELUS and Bell, come soon to be Rogers. Is it not zero rated? Uh, it doesn't, it, it's, mm. it's, I know it's different. A lot of the IPTV still, stuff, like I, I don't know a ton about it. Um, even though I write about it, it runs, all the time, you have to have you have to have their internet to get there. Uh, runs on their residential internet, but most residential internet plans are unlimited now. I think the rules most around IPTV are different. There's like a difference but it, but it's between like, uh, over the top services and offering like traditional television through like a fiber optic network, like. Bell five. I don't. I don't know the specifics, but that's what I'm. But what I'm it, guessing. it's still like a similar. I get what you mean, though. It, it, it is. It is similar. Right? I'm not saying. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. But I think there, in the, the regulatory side of things, there's mm-hmm. some kind of uh, difference between. You bring people. up well, an interesting point there for sure. Well, and and so that leads to my second point is, you know, why is CRTC handholding such a small, minute? Well, I guess it's not small, but in, in in the grand scheme of things, small minute issue, where there's so many more points of. Um, pain for Canadian uh, consumers in the wireless industry. I think so. One, you know, like the commission is limited to kind of addressing the issues that are brought before it, right? Like there was this was very yes. clearly as soon as uh, unlimited music was announced, the groups that Rose mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, P uh, P I A C, among open, others, was Open Media part of it too. I think I Open Media, yeah. like they issued. Let's not forget that Jean Francois Mazai was the of first. Of course, Jean Francois. <laughs> how could we, he wants how could you to I know think? that? Yeah, Jean-Francois led the charge and, you know, they issued a complaint with the CRTC, right? Um, yes. Which is, you know, speaks to kind of... And and Rogers backed it up. And how Roger, much? But how much influence did that have? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they get lots of complaints from consumers, but are they treated as... They're not, yeah. No. Right? So, um, I think, you know, that obviously speaks to one of the current kind of regulatory issues with the CRTC is it simply, you know, like... There's something has to give, right, where you have to have a big player like Rogers putting its foot down and saying, like, this is not kosher. Um, so so I, I, I used, not to derail things, I used our handy rate plan calculator yeah. that's on mobilesurf.com to, to look up some of the higher uh, data plans. And you, you guys are right, there's very few unlimited ones, if, mm-hmm. if any at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that do offer a lot of data, like 10 gigs, Kudo has a tab large plan that's $129 mm-hmm. where you get 10 gigs. Yeah. Which is a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then MTS has its interesting M- system. MT mm-hmm. ha- MTS has uh, like a 
few good offerings that are like. But six... how long will that last? Well, yeah. well also, yeah. like, it's a regional carrier, right? It's not available. Well, now, yeah, now that Bell owns it, it probably won't last yeah. too long. All that could change. So there, there are like high data cap plans out there, but like I was saying, there, there's also a high price tag attached to them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like to use my phone how the manufacturer designed it to be. With I don't turn off data for anything. I just use it and I use all the data. And you know sometimes it comes to bite me. Um, you know I pay like one hundred eighty five dollars. <laughs> hey, you're telling for, me that today. You know I use about fifteen gigs a month. That's because you watch Netflix on your way home. No, I don't want. I don't. I, I don't know where my data usage goes. So you just scrolling through uh, Facebook watching Facebook. the autoplay videos. Well, when you think about like what I do is you know I'm always on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Reddit, ever whatever. Well, right? like I, I'm making fun of you, but I have I have five gigs, and I often. Well, go I don't know that. I don't know how you could do that. And and like it's just it's just crazy how the CRTC. Like I said, it can can touch something like this, but when consumers are clearly, but uh, like we have readers saying that they've sent emails to CRTC regarding um, unlimited data and stuff, and nothing. Well, so I think I think you're understating the importance of this issue. Like it is a very important issue. It is like the future of the internet, right? Like yeah, um, and I think I, so too. you know to reiterate, reiterate what I said earlier, it's very easy at this point in time to kind of like brush this aside as like it's not a big issue but it is i think it's huge the biggest issue on like in the grand scheme of things like whether like some carriers offer unlimited data or not is it sucks as a consumer that they don't but this is about the fundamental nature of the internet well yeah i understand like uh, you know say mobile syrup could go to rogers and say hey guys like uh, prioritize us it's not available mm-hmm. now, but that's like the that, kind of the core but of what this was going on. That. They right. Have that right. Open, right. Open yeah. Thing like, that they do you know, with, they, with certain providers. They do ca- mm-hmm. uh, caching and stuff like that to get their content loaded quicker on their servers. Mm-hmm. But that's a service that, like, um, from what I understand, um, I think it was with Verizon that Netflix struck a deal where their, um, their data would be prioritized. There's, there's certain uh, Canadian carriers that have it as Rogers well. Rogers has, yeah. um, it's, mm-hmm. they have a deal with Facebook, with uh, Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. with I other. wrote about this last year and don't remember the story at all. But see, like, that is, like, it's great that Netflix is getting cash. But imagine, like, that this, you know, like, startup that d- comes up that does streaming better than Netflix, right? And you want to move it, but you can't because they don't have the capital and the wherewithal to make this deal with Rogers to gain entrance into that right sort of yeah and that you stifle innovation so for you as a consumer this ends up hurting more than it ever gains you in the whatever short term right in the long run like I know it's really easy to be like oh well this sucks you know like the unlimited music was such a great service but I think in the long run like it's really easy as a human you know like we're always constantly focused on the next two days not the next like month a couple of months and years right like um anyway robin yeah. is gesturing at me but telling me that we have three minutes so zach give me so your I wanna point put, I wanna, make it yeah. fire so i understand like that you, what you're saying and i fully agree that the the design of how it was mm-hmm. was flawed um i think that the it should be limited but i think that if we put clear precise um like rules in place and that you can't pay to get your stuff prioritized, but you can have unlimited if you you want to offer unlimited on a certain service Mm -hmm. and you have to allow all services to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then everyone will be unlimited. Well then, you know, if that, if that comes to it, then then whatever. Right. But I I understand like the prioritizing various services in terms of speed and availability. 
um, that 100% I do not agree on. Mm-hmm. But I think that there are benefits that we could provide or the carriers could provide customers um, that can be done unanimously and not stifle innovation or anything mm-hmm. like that. Well, I think I, as for my last point, I'd just like to point out that those rules have been enacted. And let's not forget that Videotron could change its unlimited music. To be unlimited everything. Well, what they could actually do, even if they just didn't want to do that, they could do it, say, you get unlimited data for streaming between these times of day for all customers, not premium customers. And well, then you would still see that benefit, say so commuting hours or something like that. Internet internet providers, I don't know if Tech Savvy still does it, but there was a time where they gave people unlimited internet in the middle of the night mm-hmm. where everything else was uh, capped to whatever your yeah. plan was. So I know that's like a different game, that's home internet, mm-hmm. but that kind of, kind of thing is, is already happening. I'd like to see happened. Videotron come out and say, you know what, CRTC and Rebellious, you know, F you. Here's here's unlimited data. That's not rebellious. That's what the CRTC (laughs) wants. No, but they don't because they would have been like stating that they have never fought on unlimited data. That is what they want. They they're arguing that this will be ultimately something that may lay the grounds better for unlimited data. It was like a little footnote at the end. It was like we do this, and carriers may want like. But where where is our meeting? Where is our you know? Um, our sit down with all the carriers and them and saying like the pipes can't handle it. Oh, they're gonna explode, light on fire. But where is that meeting versus I, that the the zero rating? I think that should have been before the zero rating. I know. I think it's coming, but for now, I think Jean Pierre would be very happy with a decision like that. Uh, any case, on that fu note, uh, shout out to everyone. Pat, don't, don't come to me okay. first. I still gotta think of my, <laughs> right. my Nintendo Switch Which related. <laughs> I guess I can say um, shout out to Sugar Mobile. We barely knew you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk so. about you next week, hopefully. Yeah, all well, the MVNO oh. that found a backdoor. Uh, before we go, uh, Rose, mm. shout out your wonderful G6 review. Oh, uh, yeah. I wrote about uh, the LG G6, mm-hmm. and I found it to be a really beautiful phone and something mm-hmm. that you should consider if you're looking between the S8 and the G6. Don't want curved edges. That's right. Mm-hmm. Zachary, my shout out is to Pirates of the Caribbean. Comes out on my birthday. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! And I'm gonna go see it in like 4D. Where the is, is it gonna be as bad as the, the second, the third, and the fourth matter. one? If you've listeners, if you've ridden the ride at Disney World or Disney, <laughs> yeah, it's Disney World. It is a great ride, and it's a great movie if you just believe. The first Pirates of <laughs> the Caribbean is a really good. It movie. was great. It's like yeah. one of the best pirate movies. But just imagine mm-hmm. that so, movie with like somebody spitting. Well, not a person. But, you know, an object spitting water in your face when it's yeah. like, or fog or whatever. You know, it's pretty cool. But that's we'll what we'll have to try it. So my my shout out goes to Anchor, which has announced a new uh-huh. PowerCore Plus 2600-800 USB-C battery pack. PowerCore. So uh, it, it sounds silly, but what's cool about this is that it has the ability to give uh, full power delivery over mm-hmm. USB-C, which means that you don't have to turn off USB-C devices to charge them. So I could, like, plug this power thing into my... USB-C MacBook here or my Nintendo Switch or any device that's USB-C and, and charge it while on the go. Um, and that's not something we've seen before from accessory manufacturers. It's pricey, though. It's like 100 bucks. Igor? Yes? What's your shout-out? Uh, my shout-out goes to uh, the very talented David Mitchell. He's the author of a book I just finished called um, uh, The Thousand Sunsets of Jacob de Zut. Uh, it is a historical fiction set in 
Edo, Japan. So uh, when it was like a really closed off country and it was the, I finished the AA book in the subway and I was just, I had to put down my Kindle and just kind of take in the ending, which was so devastating and so perfect. So uh, if you've never read David Mitchell's books, they are fantastic. He's the author of Cloud Atlas as well as Ghostwritten. Oh, that movie uh, was so bad. The movie is bad, but the book is the fantastic. Good? Okay. Yeah, um, it's his stuff is a bit too hard to adapt for because it's like all over the place. The movie made no sense, like yeah. zero sense. Um, it definitely helps to have a book in front of you where you're reading it, and it's kind of it unfolds at a kind of a slower pace. I have a good book. Ooh, it's by uh, Ryan Holiday. So it's called uh, "Trust Me, I'm Lying." It's the Confessions of a Media Manipulator. So it's kind of cool. It kind of gives you insight and uh, how things work in the media, not with Mole Zero, but like um, <laughs> with like, with leaks and stuff, and how they're purposely put out there, um, and how they they travel from one to another and build steam and steamroll. It's just an interesting book. Well, mm-hmm. now that this has turned into a book club, uh, I'd like to recommend <laughs> Little Women. No, I'm just kidding. No, go ahead if you want. I, I don't like that book. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. then why'd you recommend it? Because I was uh, just downloading it. Oh, I only read, sorry. I only read uh, teen fiction books. So. <laughs> I read Archie comic books. Oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. On that note, thank you all for listening. Uh, where can people find us, Zach? Um, on pretty much any social media platform, at Mole Syrup. I'm at Zach Gilbert. I'm at Rose Bahar. I'm at Patrick underscore O'Rourke. I'm at Igor Bonifacic. And the jet planes have just turned on, so we gotta we got to catch our plane. Yeah. Fly like a G6. Fly like an eagle. <laughs> Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 